Listen to Reverend Samuel Drew, Senior Pastor of Grace and Truth Tabernacle International, Ghana in West Africa. He comes your way with this podcast. Reverend Samuel Drew is the founder of Revival Africa and Beyond, a non-denominational mission movement. He's also the convener of international conference called Zizendorf Missions Conference, which gathers people, church workers, and church ministers from around the world for a reviving experience for God's mission. Now, Reverend Samuel Drew. Personalize it, receive it, embrace it, confess it, advance in that direction because God cannot lie. It is unto me. Amen. Amen. So whilst we give our Sundays to look at the word of God for the season, for the moment, God's word is for all time, but there are moments he puts his hand on one particular thing. And whilst we give our Sundays to that which you should not miss, we are devoting our weekly meetings to to something very important, which is the subject of knowing God. And we began from last week, how that we can know God, which is good news. This is eternal life, that we may know the only true God and His Son, Jesus Christ, whom he has sent, according to John, so we can know God. Apostle Paul said that I may know him. So we are on safe grounds to say that we can know God and to make that our ambition and uh, our goal, to know God. And we also saw that not only can we know God, God will be known. Pastors talk of congregations. God talks of the whole world. When God appears, he speaks to the whole world. And so in that sense, he will be known. And it is the glory of missions and revival. God's goal is not that he will be known just in your tight pocket, you see, and your little purse. And your A4 certificate. That is too tiny. God is bigger. God is what? He's bigger. And so he has made this world his stage. So that he will reveal himself. And it is nothing nobody can do anything about. It is his sovereign will. It comes in different form and shapes in the Bible. For instance... He says, I will be exalted in all the earth. He shall have dominion from one end to the other, to the ends of the earth. I will build my church, and the gaze of hell shall not prevail against it. Don't play with these things. You have not seen powerful people yet. And there's none powerful, by the way. Because there are some people, when they stare themselves up, everybody goes down. They have little, little companies. See, they are directors, MDs, some are even presidents, some are world richest people. And do all that you have to do in this work, marry, have children, but God's calendar, God's program is God's program. 
along the line, one of the things I will teach you in knowing God is God's program. Well, you come to church, you say, attending program, but you don't know that God has a program. For instance, tonight I'll be teaching you about knowing God, the personality of God. By His grace, I will teach you about knowing God, the presence of God. I will teach you about the power of God. I will teach you about the program of God. All of God. So that you know that there is somebody who rules and reigns in the affairs of men and gives the kingdom to whosoever he will. There are people who can give room to people. Even students. So this is my room that they gave me. Come and sleep on this bed. He's ruling. Is it God who can rule in this is little, this, this is just one of the planets, by the way. And God's program never fails. They were trying to launch a, 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 a rocket this week. Something they are prepared for for a decade and it failed. It did not work. After 10 years of preparation, people have come to watch it. Family members, those who like those things. So ladies and gentlemen, our program has failed. But God his program never fails. That's all. So the world is bigger than your little world and where you stay and your pocket. Any preacher who preaches to the depths of your pocket, he doesn't know God. He has limited God. I know you need food too. What is food? It's likely that tomorrow you'll be alive. I don't see anybody dying tomorrow. Even if you starve. So let's address important things. Don't hail my God because my God has given you food on my altar. That is belittling the God that I represent. Even birds, they feed their babies. Is it God who can feed people? Jesus said, Oh ye of little faith. So God will be known. It's for your information. When as Jerusalem of those days, every nation where they came, they saw that God is here. Go to Judea. Go to Samaria. Go and ask those who saw Philip and heard Philip preach. Go to Rome. All these were closed to the knowledge of God. They were living on their own. So that is why there's nothing like a closed nation. Even Facebook and other media outlets can penetrate nations. Is it God who can enter nations? It is close to the excuse me, it's not closed. It is your mind which makes you think it is closed. When people thought nations were closed to the gospel, single-handedly, some people took about a million copies of the Bible to the place when it was closed. So now that is not closed. Let God be true. So when you see God riding on his mighty word in triumph, it should make you settle down with your own little life. Don't, don't make it the subject of church. That is not why we came. God is moving the whole world, right? Is it your, your little life? He can't move. Think about it. what God is after. It makes what you are worrying about useless and needless and worthless and every other less you can talk about no point 
And then he must be known. You don't want that one. Because that means I'm coming to judge you. Because some people, even when God makes himself known, he will be known. Missions and revival will still mean nothing to them. It will be a sign spoken against. Instead of them surrendering to the Lord, they will speak against it. Why do the hidden rage? So God will separate them. Say, There's another face. I'll come for you. I'll have a meeting with all of you. You will see my eyes. You will feel my temperature. I am the one who, who is behind volcanoes and the heat of the sun. I'm going to make you feel something right now. And that is called hell. And then by his own power, your cell will not die. In other words, you will still be alive. It's not annihilation. Don't let anybody deceive you. Who can enter fire and burn and be finished if that is all there is to hell? That is a good motivation for misbehaving. Because all you have to do is just to endure for about one hour or less. But God is wiser than that. Hell is not barbecue. That is fun. No. And then how we have to know this God that he is. He that cometh to God, you have come tonight, must believe that he is. Why are you afraid? He is. Why are you worried? He is. And then for those who want to go a little far with him, he will reward them, he says. So yes, and God creates. Genesis chapter 1 is not in defense of creation. No, it is in defense of God. Because God is, there is creation. It's not creation that reveals God. Though there is an argument for God by appealing to creation. But God himself is his own validation. Creation is just one of his wonders. And then God who speaks... He said, he said, now immediately makes you know that we are dealing with a person. And so tonight we're talking about knowing God, the personality of God. You have to know who God is as a person. Isaiah chapter 6, the verse number 1. These are privileged prophets who had visions of God and God allowed it by spirit to be recorded. Isaiah chapter 6 In the year that King Uzziah died, I saw also the Lord sitting upon a throne. You see, the prophet is saying the subject matter is I saw the Lord. It is the Lord we are talking about, not Uzziah. Uzziah must die. No, he is dead already. Hallelujah. Look up here. Don't be sneaking into those meetings. You are wasting your time. You are. You are, the, you are the one to kill the ignorance of people like that. You are not the one to join them. You are a child of light. I saw also the Lord. You see, Kinuzia is appearing there just as reference. It's a date. How can you make much ado about a date? 
that today is 11 January and this is what happened. That's all. But that's what people like. They pull, they put away the wheat and they, they, and they chase the chaff. Let's talk about numerology. Numbers. Now, before you know what they are talking about, they move to astrology. Then they move to horoscope. Come back. Don't let your mind run wild. I saw also the Lord. This year, may you see the Lord. Amen. That means you know the Lord. And he was sitting upon a throne. High and lifted up. And his train filled the temple. His glory. It's like a woman's, uh, a bride's flowing garment. Above it stood the seraphims. These are a kind of angels. Now here too, don't be distracted. Just like we have human beings in different forms and shapes. Each one had six wings. With twin he covered his face. And with twin he covered his feet. And with twin he did fly. So they are different from human beings. And one cried unto another and said, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. The whole earth is full of his glory. May your whole life be full of his glory. And it comes by knowing him. Why knowing God? Because there are subjects. And there are subjects. You see, you people sometimes just waste time and energy. So we talk about relationships and they are going wild. And peddling their legs. And the whole place is full. And how to find Mr. Right. And at the end of it all, you landed, you la you landed with Mr. Wrong. I don't know what next is going to come up. Enticing words of man's wisdom. Even in the world, people are succeeding with their relationships and they don't need all those talks. That we are wasting God's, the time of God's precious people. With that. After growing up in life, biologically speaking, you should know when it is now over for drinking breast milk and eating real food. You should know. Paul said, I could not speak unto you as unto spiritual, and as unto canal, babes. I could not give you strong meat. How ridiculous you will look to enter a restaurant and order for breast milk or cerelac. And yet you come to church and you want that to be the meal. When is pastor going to give us breast milk? For God's sake, I think you've grown up. Or maybe you look like this, but actually in the spirit, you are still a babe. So there are subjects and there are subjects. And whilst we may be taken up by all kinds of subjects as Christians, we must appreciate the fact that there are overarching or arching subjects. There are imposing subjects, you understand? All houses are not the same. Some are skyscrapers, some are castles, and some are just a family house. Now, Jesus, the greatest teacher of all, even drew the line between subjects and subjects. 
Matthew chapter 23, verse 23. Your business is not the subject matter to begin the year with. We don't spend all the time praying about that. Where did you learn that from? I'm securing myself against the year. What about you are, you, you, your life is hid with Christ in God? You have now found another way to, for security. Matthew 23, the verse number 23. Woe unto you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, as usual. Jesus always, you know, that is how he dealt with them. For ye pay tithe, tithe of mint and anise and cumin, and have omitted the weightier matters of the law or of the word. Judgment or justice. Dealing equitably. That's what they're talking about. Mercy. Faith. These are fruits of the spirit. The word faith there actually means faithfulness. These ought you to have done. It's an ought. It's, it's a moral obligation. And not to leave the other. A pastor can even ignore some subjects if he likes because they don't they are not that weightier but to help everybody we must go back and forth back and forth back and forth that's what the apostle said that we should move on from the elementary thing onto perfection in other words don't expect me to come up at time and say the same thing we are moving on weightier matters don't expect me to come and talk about tongue talking all the time. What's wrong with you, Corinth? And little, little, little visions and dreams and tickles. And yet, you are divided people. And yet, you are envious. You are sitting in the church competing with one another. Say no. Let's move on to something weightier. Maybe the church will be better off beginning from here, ourselves, if we make that our goal and press on, we help the young ones who come into the Lord, we help the young converts, which is ministry for everybody. Every one of you should have somebody you are influencing. Don't just sit down and be looking. Your life should be shaping somebody. That's Christianity. Now, if there are subjects and there are subjects, and then there are overarching subjects. The one of which, if not the greatest, is God himself. Himself. I think these are S's. My best friend, my best food, my school, my father, my mother. But myself is a good essay. Myself. If you ever went to school, you wrote myself. <laughs> very easy to write so God has written myself sometimes we know the best friend of God Abraham sometimes we know heaven's meal manna and we occupy ourselves with all these things and God say I am here I am the overarching subject matter don't miss me out don't mistake dessert for the main meal Christianity can be beautiful at the moment is something else. Because we won't listen to the right thing. You eat every kind of thing. 
when you are out of here and you go home, I don't know what you are eating. How many of you come back to our page and listen to beautiful words of life? You listen to sound doctrine. You even go another level of sharing it. Spread the word. So, God is not out of his own book. He's not standing outside. He's not out of his own message. In the beginning was the word. If you care to know, the word was with God. And the word, the word was Abraham. The word was Moses. The word was Antichrist. The word was God. So God is right at the center of his own message. At the center. Job 38. Let's see God speak. Job 38. Then the Lord answered Job out of the whirlwind and said, He's right in the center of his own message. Who is this that darkness counsel by words without knowledge? He's talking to Job. I don't get the kind of words we are putting together. You are not making sense. And when God says you are not making sense, all of us should join him to say you are not making sense. Get up now thy loins. In other words, put on thy belt like a man. For I will demand of thee and answer thou me. I'm going to ask you just some few questions. I'm in the subject, in the center of my own discourse. Nobody speaks for me. If I like, I may let others speak, but I can speak for myself. There is no one, I don't know what he told Moses. He who made the mouth can't speak. Get up the lungs like a man, for I would demand of thee an answer. Where was thou when I laid the foundations of the earth? Declare if thou hast understanding. Who has laid the measures thereof? If thou knowest, or who has stretched the line upon it? Whereupon are the foundations thereof fasting? You know even the, 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 the support system of the earth is asking it. Or who laid the cornerstone thereof? And the answer is in Hebrews. He said he uphold all things by the word of his power. So there's no way you can come, back, come by with the answer. If you even go for a tour, you won't see it. When the morning stars sang together and all the sons of God shouted for joy, or who shut up the sea with doors? You don't know that the sea has been shut with doors. That's why it doesn't come here. When it break forth as if it had issued out of the womb. When I made the cloud the garment thereof. And take darkness a swaddling band for it. And break up for it my decreed place. And set the bars and doors. And said, hitherto shall thou come, but no further. And here shall thy proud waves be stayed. Has thou commanded the morning since thy days? Have you said, let there be light before? And today is morning and this time is evening. Have you said some before? It is God who has made all these things and we are following it. And caused the day spring to know his place. And, and he kept on talking. Now, so that we know the consistency of scripture, let's, let's leave Job and come to Proverbs. Now, these are wise men talking. In the Bible, in what we call wisdom books, Job is one of them. So, in Proverbs chapter 8, verse 9, 
I mean, wise people are found wanting. Common men should be careful. We are talking about knowing God. Don't bother yourself to prove God to anybody that feel or think there is God or do he make mockery of this and of this and of that. Just pray for him and deliver him to God will be known or God must be known. One of them. That's all. Because for you, you have known God. Proverbs chapter 8 verse 29. When he gave to the sea his decree that the waters should not pass his commandment when he appointed the foundations of the earth. It's just like what he was telling Job. Isaiah chapter 40 from verse 12. Who has measured the waters in the hollow of his hand? God is not out of his own message. And meted out heaven with the span. Sometimes this is how you do to measure things. And comprehended the dust of the earth in a measure. He knows the quantity of the dust. And weighed the mountains in scales and the hills in a balance. You weigh rice. You weigh this. God weighs mountains. You see what the Bible says? Faith comes by hearing. There is nowhere in the Bible you face, faith will not come. You don't need a special faith preacher and a special three days faith program. This man of God who has come. Faith does not come by a man of God. It comes by hearing the word of God. And I'm saying there's nowhere in the Bible you face that faith will not come. Sometimes we say faith scriptures, healing scriptures. Every scripture is a faith scripture. And a healing scripture. And any scripture. Who has directed the spirit of the Lord or being his counselor, has taught him. With whom took he counsel? And who instructed him? And taught him in the path of judgment. And taught him knowledge. And showed to him the way of understanding. Behold, the nations are as a drop of a bucket. And are counted as the small dust of the balance. God does not need project to do census. He does it in a speck, in, 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 in a speck of a moment. He takes up the isles or islands as a very little thing. And Lebanon is not sufficient to burn, nor the beast thereof sufficient for burnt offerings. All nations before him are as nothing. All those who are looking for opportunity to go here and go here, have they read it? Because that is where you pick your self-worth from. I am in this place or I am here. Whereas it is nothing. And they are counted to him less than nothing. He's going down. And vanity. To whom then will he liken God? He's talking. Or what likeness will you compare unto him? The workman melted the graven image and the golden smith. The goldsmith spread it over with gold and cast silver chains. He that is so impoverished, he's talking about the making of idols. Now in verse, verse, verse 20, he says some people, they are not so rich to be involved in the goldsmith process of idol making. So they are impoverished. He that is so impoverished that he 
has no oblation chooses a tree that will not rot he seek unto him a cunning workman to prepare a graven image that shall not be moved have you not known have you not heard has it not been told you from the beginning have you not understood from the foundations of the earth it is he that sits upon the circle of the earth and the inhabitants thereof are as grasshoppers the inhabitants are as what pharaoh is as what nebuchadnezzar is as what herod is as what the latest version of god's opponent and adversary is as what who said faith does not come by hearing the word of the certain book it's a faith book he stretched out the heavens as a curtain and spread them out as a tent to dwell in that bring the princes to nothing he make the judges of the earth as vanity yea they shall not be planted yea they shall not be sown yea their stock shall not take root in the earth and he shall also blow upon them and they shall weather and the whirlwind shall take them away as stubble. Forget about preachers blowing into the mic. You have not seen blowing yet. What we need is edification, not performance. Because you are blowing nothing. To whom then would you liken me? God is talking. And by this time, nobody has been able to answer. Or shall I be equal? Say it, the Holy One. It is something which will come back in our message today. The Holy One. It is blazing. Holy one, holy one, holy one, holy one. Lift up your eyes on high and behold who has created these things that bringeth out their host by number. You see a building, there is a landlord behind it. God is asking you, this, 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 this creation, I did it. And call them all by names by the greatness of mine. For that he is strong in power, not one failure. Why sayest thou? Now he's talking to his people. Oh Jacob, you, and speak, O Israel, my way is hid from the Lord. In other words, I don't know what my life is all about. You don't know? With all but I said so far. And my judgment is passed over from my God. Some of us, our circles that we have been in is because we have ignored God. We have not paid attention to God. Can you imagine you waste your time? Maybe you are going to live for 60 years and then you waste 20 years. Let's say you went to school and all of that. Another 20 years that you should have been on your own. That one you are not minding God. Not that you were a sinner, but you simply don't settle down to say, to be still and know God's plan and purpose for your life. And it is this same God you are accusing. Has thou not known? Has thou not heard that the everlasting God, the Lord? Now we have got into familiar quarters. The creator of the ends of the earth, he faints not, neither is weary. There is no searching of his understanding. He gives power to the faint, to them that have no might. He increases strength. Even the youth shall faint and be weary. They will be unemployed. They will be depressed. They will be cast down. What? whatever they do is not going to work because that is not where solution is government will not know what to do with them the young men shall utterly fail connections will not work and whatever you call it but they 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 that wait upon the lord 
shall renew the strength. What does that mean? They shall live. Life is about strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. And they shall walk and not faint. When people say, I say there's a casting down. We say there's a lifting up. That is what he's talking about. Now back to Job. For God has not finished with Job. Chapter 40 of Job. Verse 1. Moreover, the Lord answered Job and said, Shall he that contendeth with the Almighty instruct him? He that reproved God, let him answer it. Then Job answered the Lord and said, Behold, I am vile. That is the only thing you could say. What shall I answer thee? I will lay my hand upon my mouth. I will be quiet. Once have I spoken, but I will not answer. Yea, twice, but I will proceed no further. Then answered the Lord unto Job out of the whirlwind and said, Get up thy loins now like a man. Put on your belt again. I will demand of thee and declare thou unto me. Would thou also disannul my judgment? You know, some people, they don't even know that God speaks. Would thou condemn me that thou mayest be righteous, you man, with your worries and anxieties and your cares and all of that? Because Job had been in trouble and he was speaking things he didn't understand. Be very careful. Don't explain God. Has thou an arm like God? Verse 9. Or can thou tender with the voice like him? Chapter 42. Verse 1. Then Job answered the Lord and said, I know that thou can, can do everything. Now you can do everything. God can make you to give him answers he did not ask questions about. And that no thought can be withholding from thee. Who is he that hide counsel without knowledge? Therefore have I uttered that I understood not. See, he's always apologizing. I have said things I don't understand. May the Lord forgive us for things we didn't understand by saying. Things too wonderful for me, which I knew not. It, it is beyond me. Here, I beseech thee, and I will speak. I will demand of thee, and declare thou unto me. I have heard of thee by the hearing of the ear, but now my eyes see thee. Knowing God. Wherefore, I abhor myself, and repent in dust and ashes. That is the result of knowing God. What is the importance of knowing God? We have just read one of it. Wherefore, I abhor myself and repent in dust and ashes. Call that worship. Now, before we come to worship, let's come to Isaiah chapter 6, 1 to 4, where these angels were crying, Holy, Holy, Holy. Why were they saying that? Because they are taught by the knowledge of God. It was a response to who God is. They, from, the, from, from the knowledge of God, our worship will always be the sound of our knowledge of God. So they cry holy because they know God. They are calling God who he is in the same way that 
these angels came to disclose how some children will be called like john and jesus that's who they are jesus means he will save his people from their sins the, the, the names were according to who they are so holy that's who god is it is the knowledge of god that that gives even speed to angels in other words when god speaks we don't slow down they know something about god the king's business demand haste the knowledge of god will change so many things about us it is the greatest thing to know to change you you are taking a certain decision because you don't know god you are going in a certain direction because you don't know god you are bringing things on yourself because you don't know god how will pharaoh continue in his pride chasing after israel into the red sea if he knew god he would done what job did repent in dust and ashes angels reflect god's knowledge they reflect god's knowledge if we see angels and we don't learn anything about god we have not learned nothing angels are not our subject matter the god is the subject matter even angels the way they carry themselves to teach us something about god don't waste our time with angels we didn't come to see the servant of the house we came to see the owner of the house psalm 103 the verse number 20 100 and bless the lord ye his angels that excel in strength why wouldn't they not slothful in business fervent in spirit serving the law don't be lazy in serving the law it comes from the knowledge of god you don't report to your work early and come to church late it's abominable you don't know god that is the awakening tone of this message god is not interested in you writing notes and listening and clapping he is looking for repenting in dust and ashes like Job did. Give the glory and the honor to God. People should be kneeling down praying before we start service. If it's, it's not something critical but it's hindering them, that is how you prove you know God. You prostrate on the floor and you are praying and seeking God. You don't know how to talk to the next worshiper or parishioner in the church. You are not flipping your, your, your phone. You are not doing none of these things. Why? Because you are kept by the you are great, great by the knowledge of God. It is in every cell of your blood. It's in every tissue, every bone, every fiber. And that is angels showing us how it is done. No laziness. People who know God, they show vigor. They are active agents when it comes to worship. They are not passive. That do his commandments. That's one more thing. No disobedience. They do his commandments. What have you heard that you have not done? Hearkening unto the voice of the Lord. So if there is anything to learn from angels, it is not their names or how many they are. God has not asked you. Need that from you. But their conduct because they know God. Because worship is the greatest lesson. Angels will tell you that. Revelation chapter 19 verse 10. Revelation 19, the verse number 10. 
and i fell at his feet to worship him and he said unto me see thou do it not don't do it i am thy fellow servant we are all servants angel servant you are a man of god servant an apostle and of thy brethren that have the testimony of jesus worship god that's what we exist for the angel is saying chapter 22 8 and 9 and i john saw these things and heard them and when i heard and i had heard and seen i fell down to worship before the feet of the angel which showed me this thing it should never be done john was overwhelmed and going into dangerous places but the angels too knew exactly what to do then said he unto me see thou do it not don't do it for i'm thy fellow servant and of thy brethren the prophets and of them which keep this we are all servants of this book worship god our whole sense of worship flows from our knowledge of the person of god listen we are not a worshiping church because we have loaded instruments here it's a joke it is what come on talk to me church it's what oh come on look at it they have they have grand piano they have a billion dollar keyboard played by somebody with a billion dollar sense sense of worship listen worship was in the garden of Eden when no instrument had been invented as far as Adam and Eve were obeying God that was worship worship was in the manger when those shepherds came to see the Lord of hosts in the form of a baby worship was in the upper room when flaming tongues of fire came upon their heads that was worship there was nobody to pray anything sometimes even our our involvement in what we call worship it desecrates it we bring our flesh we bring our irreverence we bring our carnality it is in worship you are showing your body it is in worship you are being sensual it is in worship you are magnifying your little voice we should all see the voice you have when the song goes east west north south it comes everywhere because it is your turn worship thou god worship is abused and even an attempt to misuse god if we lack his knowledge to misuse god think about it so a bunch of people gather we are going to misuse god so to worship right we must know god when job knew god small what was the result he repented in dust and ashes can i tell you what the depths of your repentance is equals to your knowledge of god the depths of your repentance this is your shallow repentance every week you are confessing the same thing you don't know god oh god you know it is the same thing which is worrying me i thought you would know god enough to worry that thing for away from your life that leave me alone the kingdom suffered violent and i'm taking it by force we set the tune of worship with our knowledge of god a deficient knowledge of god will show in deficient worship and we have much of that an efficient knowledge of god 
will show in efficient worship. And the first thing about knowing God is worship. It is our first hand knowledge of God that brings us into worship. The first time we get to know God, we, bring, we come into worship. We cry, Abba, Father. We are born again. We are saved. The Spirit himself bears witness with our spirit that we are children of God. And then it is our growing knowledge of God that keeps sanctifying our worship. Our growing knowledge of God keeps sanctifying, empowering our worship. Worship desecrates with the poor knowledge of God. Importance of knowing God. Worship. Now, instructions from knowing God. There come instructions because you know God. From knowing God, instructions. Now, the, the immediate thing about the person of God is His holiness. The immediate thing. It's not remote. You don't have to search and reset God to find out that it is holy. It is the first thing you will know. So the angels, look at God has many attributes, right? He is glorious. He is good. But anytime their eyes flashes on this immortal God, they go holy. If the guy is even thinking about God's power, he cannot say it. He has to say who? God, that is who? We may sing holy, holy, but we may not know how holy he is. Let's remind ourselves from Revelation chapter 3, verse 7. For all scripture is given by the inspiration of God. Revelation 3, 7. And to the angel of the church in Philadelphia write, These things yet he that is holy. That's the word. First thing. It is in verse 8, you see that he, he has opened, said before as an open door. But this is how he introduces himself. He is holy. Anybody who walks in here to church, the first thing, he is holy. God is holy. How can you sit in the church and be looking for a girlfriend? You understand holiness? I don't care whether you were a newcomer, old comer, pastor comer, or whoever comer you are. You are messing with holiness. Usher with that sense. Sing with that sense. Do all that you do with that sense. God is not your classroom teacher that you have a nickname for. He is God. And he is holy. The whole book of Leviticus is a whole book is devoted to the holiness of God. Think about it. Why? Because that is who he is. So Leviticus sets the atmosphere for worship for the chosen nation. You know, Genesis, Exodus, they came out of Egypt. Because right after your conversion is adoration, you have to be worshiping. What are you born again for? We don't get born again to sit in the house. They continue steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine and in fellowship. Breaking of bread and in prayers. What is that? Worship. He, he was detailing worship for us. What went on in worship? Forget about dancing for now. It is something the pagans could not do. 
anything pagans heathens worldly people can do and we also can do it doesn't pass for worship that is why jesus said we will worship the father in spirit and in truth there is a reality that god is looking for there is a sound that he is looking for so leviticus if you want to know why it is in the bible i'm showing you why it sets the atmosphere for worship these people have come from me we don't know anything about worship now god was setting up worship formally for them and in that book listen everything is holy in that book why because god is involved for instance offerings are holy even place is holy holy place leviticus 6 26 27 you may note it down crowns are holy there is nothing unholy leviticus 8 9 people are holy aaron his sons the levites the fabric and the coat is holy oh, you don't go and bring what you like the sanctuary is holy fruit is holy in leviticus it is no more apple or orange it is holy apple and holy orange name is holy convocations which means meetings they are meetings holy convocations house people are dedicating houses holy the failed leviticus 27 21 holy tight leviticus 27 30 holy there is not one thing which is unholy if god is involved not one thing and you say he's sitting inside you look at your life there is not one thing how many things where people got the notion from that oh we are christian but we are not holy we can be i don't know where it came from it does not exist anywhere you see there are some sentences they are not in the bible and thank god they are not in the bible i don't hear paul saying we are all sinners then, then what did he get what, what did he get saved for and from so holy is a standing order that everything godly must of necessity be holy everything of god must of necessity be holy this thing ceases this this thing is no more for street jam it is what holy it is what this one is 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 not for some filthy profane language holy it is indispensable in worship psalm 96 verse 9 he said worship the lord in the beauty of his holiness praise god no, don't sleep look here I, i'm going to sound a bit hard look look up here it's unholy to do that this man works in the palace even when big pastors or big people even the head of state when they come to him he says that they stand by him it's unholy have you heard what i'm saying right you better open your eyes don't close it <laughs> come
become my children, it is written, I will teach you the of God. When you see your little children you are giving birth to run into fire, look at you, your, your intestines. I'm speaking from apostolic intestines. When you desecrate God, as you let you know, my heart is praying for something that can call the attention of the world. Because the temperature of the church, all of you and me included, it is low at the moment. I was preaching somewhere, I told them, have you ever seen fire service people come to a house where they are cooking chicken soup? That's how the church is. But when the house is on fire, then you see the fire tenders. May we have a church on fire. And in the church on fire, we don't sleep. We don't do that. I speak this to your soul. So all of you, you are, your eyes are doing that. Wake up. That's not how you get money when you go to your places that you work. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Are you learning something? Yes, you should thank God for a pastor like this one. You should. You should. I believe God. I believe God. I really believe God. That this little thing we are doing is going to raise some of you here to rectify the sacred lines. To rectify the sacred lines. So don't sleep on God. When we get to the presence of God, you get to understand the more. When this presence ushers us, including the ushers, God is holy. It is written across the entire scriptures. He is holy. Even if you read Songs of Solomon, God is holy. Angels above, they know it, that God is holy. We must know it below here, that God is holy. Devils dread it in hell, that God is holy. It is shared across the cosmos with the same magnitude. The angels are aware of his holiness. Men know, must know of his holiness. And as for devils, James said it. He said, the devils, they tremble. We, we are the last human beings when it comes to our approach to holiness. Because angels know something about God. And fallen angels, because they are as good angels, they still know. But we, we don't know anything. We are just walking about. God, God, hello God, how are you doing God? By the way, it's not only devils who bow at the mention of the name of Jesus. Say every knee. How many knees? You see, we talk of power. People like it. But the pedestal for God's power is God's holiness. When we say pedestal, we're talking about platform, podium. If, if there is anything like God's power, it stands upon the platform of God's holiness. Take away holiness, there is no power. Habakkuk chapter 3. Amen? Amen. Habakkuk 3, the verse number 3 and 4. God came from Teman and the Holy One from Mount Paran, Selah. Huh. You, you have to go back. Read it again. The Holy One. His glory covered the heavens and the earth was full of His praise. Holiness precedes power. 
Verse 4. And his brightness was as the light. He had horns coming out of his hand. And there was the hiding of his power. In his holiness was the hiding of his power. Holiness is the garrison of God's power. The nucleus of power is holiness. If a cell is a cell, that is the central thing. The hiding of it. You see, so when you get suffused and imbued with the holiness of God, you are beginning to assess God's power. When you love holiness and you hate wickedness, unrighteousness, therefore thy God has anointed thee power. This year may you walk in holiness. And because of that, may you express the power of God. Hallelujah. You know, a couple of days ago, I was reading. Thank God for the grace to read. And this is something I'm, I, I was privy to already. How people could vacate their houses, including landlords, because of the spiritual temperature of Christian tenants. We have people who are being thrown away, Christians thrown away from their houses because they are disturbing people with loud prayers. And it is also end of advance or whatever and they can't pay. So the landlord is throwing them out. But they were Christians who were noiseless. But they were not heatless. The effusion of power dislodged took away other occupants of the house. Christianity. What did Jesus do for devils to cry? That holy one of Israel. Was he coming with the prayer tower? As he was going, then Peter is here. Paul, uh, uh, James is here. John is here. Hey, come on. Hey, hey, hey. Look. In the realm of the spirit, the only thing that works is authenticity. Proof. You can't transport physical exertions and activities to triumph in the spirit. So that we have gathered here. The more we clap, the more we knock our heads, then, then we, can, we, can, uh, we can gather that and enter the spirit with it to, to defeat. No, we will come back. We will even enter noiseless noiseless impact noiseless and they got it from back you don't need the need power pack program i'm not ready for that i'm ready to teach the word of god and preach the word of god day after day and week after week when christians used to have their quiet times not confession quiet time you don't get up in the morning and say i know i, I am a millionaire I'm a king of kings. I'm a lord of lords. The future belongs to me. And Satan to be standing as I say, Me too. I'm the prince of the power of the air. You come and meet me here. Sit down. Read the word. I told you, I said, Christianity can be beautiful. We are using a lot of things to rescue us as Christians. 
if they are not there, people don't know we are Christians. Unless we have bumper stickers. Right? Because you are expecting grace and truth so that you put it there. It will come, maybe. Except you have bangle and t-shirt. T-shirt. Add socks to it. See? There is nothing trivial about what I'm talking about. So, here is the hiding of his power. Can we have people whose prayer can produce results instead of just making noise? That's what the Bible says. Elijah was a man of like passion. But then, the effectual fervent prayer of the right. It didn't say effectual fervent prayer. Effectual fervent prayer. Fervent prayer, everybody, fervent. No. Fervent. Of a righteous man. When read the accounts of Elijah and Elijah, the widow woman who prepared an inn for him, he told the husband, he is a holy man of God. Holy man. Can we go through a whole year this year and you sitting down here, you never slept with anybody. You come here with your beautiful face. When in the choir, you never slept with anybody. Let's talk serious now. Your hand never entered into the ties of any girl. You. Can we go through 2023? You want us to have fun? No. He desired truth in the inward part. Can we go through this year and your hand, this your hand, that you lift in prayer and you flip the Bible away, it never touched the breast of a lady in grace and truth. Not talking about your neighbor that you stay with. I'm a prophet. Nobody has spoken to me. If you are like that, you come and see me. Let me close. Because the spirit will never let you have peace. Yeah. Or your, I love you. I love. Do you know how to love somebody? When you hurt people, you call them love. You make people to bleed. When you are disobedient to authority in the church, we say, do this, you don't do it. You don't keep commandment. You say you love. Have I become your enemy, grace and truth, because I tell you the truth? Are you not the seal of my apostleship? Bow down your heads. If you know God, you repent. Finishing the message is not our goal. Repentance, worship is our goal. We are coming back to the heart of worship where it is all about it. Can we know God for once? for the rest of our lives can we he's not asking anything from us he's not telling us like abraham to go and kill our isaac no he's just saying keep this my commandments and they are not grievous they are not grievous they are not loves us i'm telling you you have no idea he loves us so much so much so much it's a love that will not let us go. It's a love that tells us the naked truth so that we will have naked freedom. Can you talk to God before we close the service? Lord, bring me back to the place of worship. Let me know you. Let me not trivialize you. Oh, yes. Let me not. Let me not. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. And let this year be a new year, 
not in the sense of just a new year as we have come to know it but the year of a new heart of a new life of a new spirit a year of the open door indeed for thy strength is little but you have kept my word therefore i have said before you are no pin door oh yes lift up your voice and to god why don't you stand up right now let's spend some time to pray in the name of jesus this is the generation of them that seek that face that seek that face oh jacob repent where there is need for repentance as for cleansing having therefore these promises dearly beloved let us cleanse ourselves from filthiness of the flesh and of the spirit perfecting holiness in the fear of the law let's call on god he will hear us let's call on god he laughs at. i see the showers of god's love the showers of rain the love of god the love of god what can we do without god's love and where can we go without god's love he is all we need he is all we need he is all for us oh yes indeed come down fount of every blessing tune our hearts to sing your praise in the name of jesus to sing thy grace the grace of god that bringeth salvation has appeared unto all men this year must be a different year church this year this year this year this year this year must be a different year it must it must satan must understand that it must be a different year your flesh must understand that it must be a different year oh yes oh yes oh yes the familiar people around you must know it's a different year your wife must know it's a different year your husband must know it's a different year. your children must know daddy has changed not for the worse but for the better you love them more you love your wife a wife submits to the husband you it never crosses your mind to disrespect your own husband how could you it's not worship you honor him you call him lord even as sarah called abraham lord this is that year is the year is the year is the year is the year the year of the glory of god the year of the wonders of our god yes the year the year of the rightness of our god the year of the holiness of our god lift up your voice and pray lift up your voice and pray lift up your voice and pray we are recovering worship by by the knowledge of god we know worship on, on videos we have learned worship by mimicking others but this time we want the knowledge of god to be the template of our worship we want god's knowledge to teach us how to worship we want god's knowledge to teach us teach us we want the knowledge of the holy one the knowledge of the holy one the knowledge of the holy one in the name of the lord jesus the knowledge of the holy one oh god so come and visit us we direct our hearts towards you towards your holiness may we stand where angels stand and cry like they do holy 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 is the lord god almighty yes in the name of jesus 
in the mighty name of Jesus. May we excel in strength like they excel in strength. May we serve you with vigor. May we serve you with, 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 with energy. Fervent in spirit, serving the Lord. Is it not a shame that we come into your presence with, 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 with a cold heart and a closed heart? Yes, Lord. Is it not a shame? Shame. How could the love that redeem us have such a response? No. Father, in the name of Jesus, touch us. Heal us. Touch us. Heal us. Touch us. Heal us. Let flaming tongues of fire come upon our lives that we will bear with zeal for you because that is worship. That is true worship. We will excel in strength. Let energy come back to our lives. The energy of love for God. The energy of passion for God, the energy of quest after God, the energy of hunger for God and for righteousness in the name of Jesus. Turn us, oh God, turn us. Turn our hearts. If we have sinned, we will do that no more. We repent in dust and ashes like Jabin. We ask for your forgiveness in the name of the Lord Jesus. My God, we are not going to take your grace for granted. We are not going to take your word for granted. We are coming back to worship. We are coming back to holiness. We are coming back to righteousness. We are coming back to true service. We are coming back to knowing you. Knowing you. There is no greater thing than knowing you. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Oh, yes, Lord. Oh, to grace how great a debtor daily I'm constrained to be. Let the, thy goodness like a fetter bind my wandering heart to thee. Prone to wonder, Lord, I feel it. Prone to live the God I love. Here is my heart, Lord, take and seal it. Seal it for thy Kosovo. That's our prayer, O oh God. By your grace, we will never return. We have closed the door. Holy Spirit, lead us to know God, the true God and His Son, Jesus Christ. Help us to leave all trivialities behind, compromises, desecration in the holy place. Bring us to a realm of the Leviticus. By the knowledge of God. Where everything is holy. From the place to the fruits. From the fruits to the crown. To our offerings. Everything will be holy. Bring back the spirit of worship. Through the knowledge of God. True worship. By true knowledge. Efficient worship. By efficient of God. Thank you Holy Spirit. Let there be a recovery of energy zest vigor in worship because we know you may the angels not excel us in worship because you have called us to know you as well may demons not tremble whilst we see no reason to tremble at your presence we thank you we refuse to mark our own scripts of worship we refuse to look at our keyboard, our organ, and our choir, our dancing, whatever, and call it worship. We refuse that kind of embarrassment. It is what you say about us that matters. You are the one who said, I know 
thy works. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Father, for your love for us. You said it to the church in Philadelphia. That you make all people to know that you have loved them. Father, we sense your love tonight. You've not come to speak us down and out. No. You've come to show us that you love us. For he whom the Father loves, he chastens, he rebukes. You love us so much. Thank you for your word. Thank you for giving us a shepherd who does not come between you and us to interfere with your word. But he speaks it just as it is. We thank you. And thank you for a church that does not muzzle the mouth of a preacher. But their heart cry is, Lord, more of you. Evermore give us these words of life. Father, we thank you. Thank you for loving us this way. Our lives will never be the same. Our marriages will never be the same. Our families will never be the same. What we do in life to take care of our children and ourselves and of others, it will never be the same. Because our worship will affect everything. God will teach our hands to profit because we know him and he has taken over completely. Where there were losses, we shall record profit. Where there was shame, there shall be glory. Where there was weakness, there will be strength. Where there is the worst illness, disease, there shall be health. Where there was lack, Lord, there shall be provision. This will be our new life. It will be our new life. A life to the glory of God. We thank you. We thank you. We bless you. They that know that shall be strong. We will not be weak. We will be strong. As this year goes by, the stronger we shall be. And they shall do exploits. We thank you, Father. We love you. Reveal yourself the more unto us, O God. We thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. God bless you for listening to this message today. Visit us on Facebook at GTTI Page today for more audio and video messages, information on upcoming events, and so much more. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages every week. And remember, the future belongs to us, we believe.